Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Knowing Spirit. Thanks for tuning in. And I have a very special guest today. I have Miss Bernetta Rivers, and she is an author. She has an awesome book on Amazon right now, and we're going to share her link. And it's about her story. So I'm just going to let her tell you about her book and how she ended up finding her way to God. So, Bernetta, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Candice. It's a pleasure to be here. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So tell us about your story, because I was reading the back cover, and it said lies and deception and basically figuring out that people aren't who they say they are. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm listening. <laughs> So um, really what this book is about, um, it actually unveiled, unveiled some secrets and lies that was hidden from my mom. And um, I found out that I actually had a biological father. And I found out that um, during the midst of my years that I was lied to for almost 24 years, um, that was actually the um, age that I actually met my biological father. And um, with everything, nobody knew that um, as because I'm also a pastor and I was, you know, going from ministry events. I was also a praise dancer. I'll preach in many engagements and then come home to deal with the other unseen events. So this is the other side, the unseen, the un the what has not been told yeah. publicly is one way, but behind the scene is something else. And this was literally my untold story about my life, about my dark side, about a dark side that has been very, very hard for me. And literally to seeing the woman on the cover, that was me. That was me behind the scenes crying because I was in a dark place and to deal with deception and lies and all these secrets from family that hurted me more than anything. And to say that I had to deal with this literally by myself, but also raising my daughter. Um, she was also in the midst of this unforeseen battle. And the one thing, you know, I thank God for God keeping me steady throughout my course, because it was one thing going to church, but coming home, it was a whole nother story. And that's where the true test, that's where you really going to be tested because knowing well, okay, with everything going on, can I still trust God in this moment? Can I can still push the rate, you know, without indulging in my emotions and not coming out, you know, and, and being this other person and, you know, um, trying to you know have people to diminish me and trying to bring me down you know and to see that yes everything was just you know a, a blur to me because i couldn't understand why the truth was hidden from me for so long and the lies kept piling it kept piling it kept piling so we're gonna we're gonna back up a little bit okay okay whoa yeah. so your mom hid from you who your true biological father was so was there a man in your life who you thought was your father before you okay wow yes. yeah so this is a funny story um at the age of 14 i received this phone call it's just this was actually my biological father i didn't know 
So I picked up the phone and I was like, well, who's this? Hello, how are you? And this is Bernetta. And he was like, hi, baby. And I said, baby, who, who's this? And this is your daddy. What? Ooh. I looked around and I said, wait a minute, my daddy is in the room. So who is this? Ooh. And it trigger until my mom, after a while, she came out that bathroom and I told her, I said, there's a man on this phone saying this is my daddy. She came and grabbed that phone quick as lightning wow. at not to call back here again. And it literally, the pieces was there all this time because um, it became a point where my daughter's father, he liked the fact of how my stepdad was treating me. And it was a day that he just came out. He was, you know, drunk. So I realized that, you know, when people drink, they do tell the truth. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so he came to the point, he was like, um, that the person that you're with is not your real father. And I broke down in tears because I couldn't understand, like, okay, why would my mom hide this from me out of all these years? And I'm like, you know, that it wasn't right. Now, I did have two of my brothers who knew who knew about their father, but me and my, um, one of my brothers, we was the only two that didn't know. And this was the side at the time she didn't want us to know. So it was a lot of cover-ups, a yeah. lot of throughout my life. And I said, you know, that, that was it. I was like, no, I need my dad back because you're not going to tell me that this is my father. No, well, this man, how this man is treating me. And all this time, my dad was alive. He was living um, in Staten Island, Brooklyn, wow. and it literally, he missed my whole life, everything, everything, so, but my mom still kept communicating with him throughout my growing up and didn't tell me. So, wow, okay, so was there, what was the reason your mom gave you for keeping you from knowing who your father was? Like, what was her reason? Um, Literally, there was sides that a lot of people didn't know about my mother. And she didn't want people to know the real truth of really what happened, why she left my dad. But it came to the point where it, fingers is pointing in that direction towards her. And um, she left my dad. Okay. She wound up cheating on my dad with my stepdad. So it became very hard for my father because my father gave her ultimatum. Either you're going to stay and work this out or you're going to leave. And she chose to leave. Wow. She oh. chose to, as I was an infant, had me and my little brother and we left, you know, from our, you know, from my dad. And I guess through the fact that we were young, we would never know. It was going yeah. to be a couple. And she that's exactly. For the whole new life. Okay. Yeah. And just yeah. leave him out of it completely. So, yes. so it's interesting that you said this because you said, he was always there in the background, you know, your dad. Um, yes. And he was just kind of like there looking over you and stuff. Yes. Um, what's your relationship with your dad now, your biological father now? The great thing is that me and my dad are kindled. We are good. We good. got a good relationship. And the great thing about this is that because of his help, I was able to finish this book. <laughs> <laughs> It just came right on God's time. It was excellent. Mm -hmm. And he helped me with so many um, um, hidden 
um, missing um, information and he was able to just put it all together and then I was able to finish it with through the grace of God God's timing was perfect perfect and it always is it always is and we learned that and yes. so now the big question is the relationship with your mom mm. mom me and my mom um, we still have a you know relationship it is not the same um where it used to be because um, I know that since ever since that I found out the truth about my dad, it has been a um, bit difficult because um, it was a lot of sabotaging since I found out and you know, she would tag team with my other siblings to try to come against me because now that I know the truth, they didn't want me to speak about it, um, yet alone let other people know about her secrets. So it's been a rocky rocky relationship and the trust factor is definitely uh very tough because um you know to find out that you know she would still tell me literally and this was literally from last year that the man that's on my birth certificate is not my father to hear that from 2019 that tells you something and i said i i'm unbelievable but through the grace of god um you know my grandmother um you know, my dad's mom, you know, who I never got a chance to meet. Um, she kept telling my dad, don't worry, you will have your daughter back. And that was through faith, through my grand, my grandmother. And, and you, it, yeah, yeah. It came <laughs> That's, wow. That is an intense, and we, you know, I heard something the other day about people praying for you on your behalf and you don't even know it. Yeah. And that's why it's good to have people in your life who will pray for you because yeah. it, sometimes you need prayer to work some things out and it's yes. hard to do it on your own. Um, so talk to me about forgiveness um, and then the process of you getting to know your dad after missing so much time. Like, how was that? Was it awkward was like how was it kind of getting to know him again when you haven't known him for so many years i mean um it was first a little bit you know like okay i don't even know what he looks like and yeah Yeah. you know to see that okay you know i'm meeting my dad for the first time as well he was meeting his granddaughter for the first time and it became where you know it was like yeah, looking in the mirror and <laughs> yeah, you know, we just embraced each other and, you know, we hugged each other and, you know, it, it was just a moment for us because, you know, after 24 years, you know, he finally got a chance to have his baby girl. I'm his only daughter. So he went without having his daughter for all these years. Wow. And um, I know that tore him apart. He used to, you know, call me and tell me that he's looking at my baby pictures on the wall. And it was like, that was literally the only memory that he had of me was the baby pictures. But it was reality when, you know, we was able to rekindle. And um, the first time we got together, you know, we were actually, he took, you know, me and, you know, his granddaughter out to eat. Mm-hmm. We spent some yeah. time, you know, we reminisced. You know, and uh, we just shared a moment and that's what it was, just rekindling the lost times. And like I told him, I didn't have anything against him and I did not blame him. And the great thing about this is that, you know, I literally was able to, you know, 
allow God to help me in that place in my heart where, you know, he had to allow me to know that, you know, because of God's love and because of, you know, all the things that we face every day, at times we're going to have to, you know, push aside those things and we're going to have to forgive. So I literally, with everything, I told my dad, I forgive you. I forgive because I know that you tried your best to come to see me and everything. And I know it was a difficult battle. And of course, you know, in the readings, you know, my dad literally almost killed my stepdad. He almost literally put a bullet, a gun to his head. And through God, I tell you this, that bullet got stuck in that gun. So it didn't shoot off. Wow. It didn't shoot off. And I mean, he... That gun was working before he got over to the house to do what he was supposed to do. And that bullet was stuck. And God said, this was not going to be the time because you would not be able to see your daughter or your family again. So through the grace of God, it literally took the hands of God to hold back that bullet that was supposed to be for my stepdad. And I thank God that I was able to just hear this because I didn't even know that occurred. But through the God, I thank God for his mercy. I thank God for faith, you know, and that was the one thing, faith, because, you know, people have tried and even my mom have tried to, you know, come against him and try to make him look like the bad guy. But the great thing with this book, this was my redeeming season to redeem my dad's name back in the mighty name of Jesus because he was a good man. He took care of his children. He supported everything when that time came. And I thank God that God has given me in my heart that forgiveness because in the Bible it says to forgive all so this was literally a tough tough moment for me that i had to not only forgive my dad but my mom because in the process it literally was tearing the family apart and they have to take at least that one person out the family to say look enough is enough i don't care what's going on i don't care what's happening we gotta rekindle our family back we gotta unite we gotta love again and thank god that it took the mighty, mighty power hand of God that we was able to rekindle as a family. That's why I was able to say the Rivers family was able to come back again. Wow. God. And and it was truly, truly a blessed moment for me. So what did your mom, so when you found out about your biological dad, what did your mom say about him that was so bad that she kept you away from him? Like, what was her reasoning, you know? Yes. So her reasoning for what was told to me was that um, he put his hands on her. Mm, And um, he cheated on her. So that was the only reasons that I I got. And I took this back to my dad, and my dad literally said, baby, that's not true. That's not true. I didn't put your hands on her on your mom and I didn't cheat hmm. I didn't cheat yeah. so it came to the fact that he was able to um let me know of the actual truth and this was how Holy Spirit caught my attention yeah. he said think about when you go to a court there's two sides to a story there's the plaintiff and there's the defendant there and when is. Holy Spirit was able to address me alone he said you need to hear 
his side of the story. You done heard your mother's side for years and something did not add up right. Yeah. So as I heard my dad's story, everything lined up perfectly. I said, that's it. Wow. That was it. And it and just it came together. Yeah. And but this is and and this is what I want you to speak on too, because I see this so much going on. Like when people have an issue yes. um, in their relationship, they mm-hmm. use the child. The child is now the 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 I guess the prize to be kept and moved and oh no, this is mine. You you can't have access to the child anymore. And it's so detrimental because at the end of the day, kids need their parents, you yes. know? So, um, so what is your daughter's relationship with her granddad now? I mean, they have a great relationship. Um, the one thing I said, you know, I'm not going to tear her away. You know, it was like she was, she embraced him, you know, and she was just a baby, but it's just the way how, you know, he was yeah. able to up and just give her a kiss and just you know embrace you know his granddaughter and I mean he was so happy that you know we was able to finally come together and you know we literally forgot all about what happened it was just the now moving forward together and see this was really what God was trying to show us it's time to now move forward it's time to start a brand new chapter together and it's time to let people know that this testimony is going to help many others who have endured a loss where they didn't know about their biological father their mother and it's not like you know he didn't try but the fact of the matter we was able to come together you know because of god because of prayers because of faith you know literally this was a great great um time to be where father i need to write this i need to let others know that it's not too late you do matter it's time to come together better leave all this hate leave all this fighting behind all this separation leave it alone because god has to rekindle he has to seal it back together he will mend it together and this is the time where we can be able to sit at the table breaking bread together just like jesus and his disciples we're gonna break bread just like any other family and that's where it took it took god through the strength strength to get us to stand strong as a whole and that was truly what I had to see and what God had to show me and I thank God for him for bringing us back together wow I I mean your story sounds beautiful and what I like so much about it it's really a story about forgiveness on both sides because you know once you found out about your biological father, then you had to forgive him for all those years of not being there. Then you had to forgive your mom for taking you away and those opportunities. And just to be able to move forward and say, listen, this happened, now we gotta make a new path. There's still many more years, you know? And I think that that's beautiful. And a lot of people need to hear that. There's so many relationships I hear now where people are caught up in the past and they're afraid to move forward. So, wow. Um, So I (laughs) guess the question is when are you, so, so what are you doing now? What's the next step for the book, for your writing career, for what's the next step for you? 
So um, the next step is um, I will be doing actually a virtual book launch, which okay. will be on November 7th at 5 o'clock. That will also be um, on Zoom and Facebook Live. So that will, will be a more bigger introduction to um, what the book really is. And I will be reading chapters and really speaking more about certain things in the book. And um, from there, um, I am working on book number two, which okay. will be out in February of 2021. Nice. And is it a sequel to this one or is it something totally different? It's something totally different. And um, really, this is going to really be another blessing for the kingdom. It really is. So God, Holy Spirit said, oh, no, you're not going to do this other one. You're going to do this one because it's in your zone. This is your niche. You will, you speak about this very much. And now it's time to be a blessing to others to hear what this is going to be for the kingdom. So it's going to be a great, great well, Miss Rivers, listen, I am going to put all of your information in the in the body of this podcast so people will be able to follow you on Twitter. Um, they'll be able to get your book on Amazon and also give us the link to your launch so then people can join that as well. So you don't want to miss out on what she has going on. I feel it. You know, she has a message and it's a powerful message that God has for her and has for everyone else so thank you so much for joining us and i thank would love you. To with you again yes. um with whatever else you have going on thank you so thank much you. pleasure thank yes. you so much god bless thank you, you. god bless you <laughs> okay bye take care bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.